You may have heard that it is a strong 2024 NFL draft class, but which positions are the strongest? We're ranking all of them on today's Renner Ranks. This is Renner Ranks, the ultimate NFL ranking show. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into today's episode of Renner Ranks, your go-to daily rankings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And a special thank you, a special shout out to the everydayers out there. Do not forget to subscribe, like, follow YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I am, of course, your host, Mike Renner, NFL Draft Analyst over at The Messenger. And today's podcast is brought to you by... Price picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash lockdown NFL and use code all lowercase lockdown NFL for a first deposit match of up to $100. As I said off the top, 2024 NFL draft class. If you haven't yet, go through all the top fives. I had a bunch of different guests on ranking them with me, had some where I did them solo, but went through top five position by position. Now, that some of those were weeks ago, some of those may have changed, but now we are breaking down which positions are the strongest in this class. From 1 to 11, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, interior offensive line, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, defensive end, linebacker, cornerback, and safety. At some point, I think we're going to have to break off slot into its own position group. But this year is not quite that year. But maybe sometime in the future, it gets its own positional designation Before right now. Only 11 positions, and we're going to be going through, ranking them 1 through 11. And we'll start at the top. Usually we count down from the worst to the best. But let's just start with the best because it's more interesting to talk about. To me, and it's not just the talent. I'll say not just the total talent, but it's year-on-year comparisons. Certain positions, whether it's quarterback, whether it's running back, are just going to have less, right? Because there's only one on the football field. Whereas there's three cornerbacks on the field nowadays, most plays, three wide receivers on the field. You're going to have more guys that have top 100 grades. And so I'm going to give you how many guys are in the top 100 at each position currently on my, on my draft board that has yet to be released. Hopefully next week or the week after, we'll be running my top 100 over at the Messenger. Still TBD on that. But I'll give you how many guys at each position group are in the top 100, give you the list of names, how many are in the top 50 as well. And so we'll go through one through 11, start with the top one. And to me, it's the quarterback position. I think this is a special quarterback class in terms of the depth. Eight top 100 quarterbacks in this class as it stands right now. Drake May from North Carolina, Caleb Williams, USC, Michael Penix Jr., Washington, Shadur Sanders, Colorado, Bo Nix, Oregon, J.J. McCarthy, Michigan, Jaden Daniels, LSU, Michael Pratt, Tulane, in no particular order there. So that's eight top 100 guys. I have six of those guys in the top 50 right now. Now, some of them, very likely to come back to school. Um, even some guys I didn't mention in that, guys like Quinn Ewers from Texas, I imagine are coming back to school as well. Like there's a ton of talent in this class. Not all the guys can declare because there just aren't enough spots, right? Such a binary position. But I don't think we'll see that many actually when it's all said and done get into this class. But the top two, Caleb Williams, Drake May, we will be seeing them declare here shortly. If not, by the time this podcast is released, they'll have declared. Um, and then guys like Michael Penix, Bo Nix have to. They got to come out. They've used up all their time. Bo Nix has been starting for five years in college. Dude, it's time to hang it up, get to the NFL. But it's a special quarterback class in terms of just the sheer depth. Would not surprise me if there are day two picks in this class that turn out to be franchise type of quarterbacks just because the sheer numbers game of it. 
All right, on to the next strongest position in this class. And I think the top five positions, I'll just say, I'll say it right now, the first five positions we're going to go through are very, very good classes for their respective positions. Number two is wide receiver. A night and day difference from a year ago. Right now, 14 wide receivers in the top 100. That's not crazy. That falls in line with a lot of other years, but nine in the top 50 as it stands right now. So all the top 100 guys, going to list them off. You guys love when I do lists. Marvin Harrison Jr., Ohio State. Malik Neighbors, LSU. Keon Coleman, Florida State. Brian Thomas Jr., LSU. Xavier Worthy, Texas. Roma Dunze, Washington. Emeka Ibuka, Ohio State. Jalen Polk, Washington. Lad McConkey, Georgia. Adonai Mitchell, Texas. Xavier Leggett, South Carolina. Roman Wilson, Michigan. Trey Harris, Ole Miss, and Troy Franklin from Oregon. Again, no particular order. If you guys want to see the order on those, Either go back and check out the top five podcast or check out the top hundred when it drops next week or the week after over at the messenger. But man, especially the top of this class, Marvin Harrison Jr. Obviously, you know, I don't even want to say generational prospect. I think this year I'm going to make a rule for myself at no point in time. Will I use the term generational? That's I like as an actual analysis, I'm going to use it to lampoon those that use it seriously to describe Marvin Harrison Jr. Because He's an awesome, awesome prospect. We can call him the best prospect since uh, Calvin Johnson. That really means nothing on a football field, right? You know, Justin Jefferson has been the best wide receiver to start his career in maybe NFL history. He was, what, fifth wide receiver off the board that year, fourth wide receiver off the board that year. We, we don't have to go through the song and dance of tabbing every guy generational. So no generational for me this year. But Marvin Harrison Jr., I'll just say it's as good a wide receiver prospect as you'll get in a class. Malik Neighbors, though? I think he's in that conversation of if Marvin Harrison Jr. didn't exist, this guy could be the number three overall pick. That's how good his tape has been this year. And then you have Keon Coleman from Florida State and Romo Dunze from Washington, who I'd be surprised if they snuck out of the top 15 at this point with what they bring to the table from a size, physicality, ball skills perspective. And then the kind of sleeper first rounder that I keep going back to Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU. That guy's going to go in the first round. He, he's got unbelievable speed when he gets cooking and it's got a little suddenness for a taller wide receiver. Jane Daniels is throwing to a couple of flat out dudes in that offense loaded wide receiver class guy. I'm probably higher on than a lot of other draft analysts and unreasonably. So lad McConkey from Georgia, you watch this guy's tape. He just gets it. He has the position down pat, and he might run a 4-3 something. He's got real deal deep speed. Um, I have him as probably a second rounder at this point. So this wide receiver class, dude, it's good. It's good. Good year to be in need of one. Good year to be in need of one. All right, the next position. So we had quarterbacks one, wide receivers two, offensive tackle three. Do you like the passing game? Do you like to throw the ball? This is the year for you. I'm looking at you, Chicago Bears, at the top of the draft, owning two top five picks right now. They're going to get a QB, and they're going to get an O-tier wide receiver. Things could not be better set up for that football team right now with where they're sitting in the draft. Ten offensive tackles in the top 100. Let's go through them. Olufashanu, Penn State. Joe Alt, Notre Dame. J.C. Latham, Alabama. Jordan Morgan from Arizona. Taliesa Fuaga, Oregon State. Patrick Paul from Houston. Amarius Mims from Georgia. Tyler Guyton, Oklahoma, Kingsley Suamata-Ia from BYU, and I'm going to butcher this guy's name, but I love his tape, Kieran Omega-Deji from Yale. 
the one of the I think the only FCS prospect. No, there's another one. We got one more FCS prospect in this top hundred. Both though along the offensive line. So ten guys there. Six of those guys going to be in the top fifty on the draft board when it's all said and done. It's it's a it's a one top heavy class. I think Olu Fashanu, Joe Alt are I've said top six picks in this class. I think pretty firmly. Just watch the tape. Not a lot to dislike when you're that good and you're at that valuable position. You go highly. All right. And then JC Latham. I said it said all right there like I was Nick Saban. Uh, JC Latham from Alabama. The traits on this man are top ten sort of traits. And now does he go there? There's a lot of tackles. People could be thinking in this deep tackle class, maybe I get one in the second round that I like. Maybe pass in the top 10 for different positions, but very, very good class. Now, put Amarius Mims on here from Georgia. I don't know if he declares, hasn't played a ton of football. So he's going to come back to school and maybe make himself a lot of money in doing so. But still, even if he comes back to school, there is more than enough tackle talent to go around. Next position. QB, wide receiver, OT, and now cornerback. So we had the guys that are throwing the football, helping you throw it. Now we get the guys that help you shut it down. 14, count them, 14 corners in the top 100 tied with wide receiver for the most of any position group in this class. Nine of them as well in the top 50. You have Josh Newton, TCU, TJ Tampa, Iowa State, Kalen King, Penn State, Cooper DeGene, Iowa, Nate Wiggins, Clemson, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Alabama, Quinion Mitchell, Toledo, Denzel Burke, Ohio State, Terion Arnold, Alabama, Kalen Carson, Wake Forest, Chris Abrams Drain, Missouri, DJ James, Auburn, Mike Sainer still, Michigan, Kamari Lasseter, Georgia. A few of those guys I'll highlight right now. Chris Abrams Drain, Mike Sainer still, and Terion Arnold. Love them as slot converts and you can't even say converts some of them play in the slot as is right now but those are the guys that you're targeting if you want a pure slot i think cooper DeGene could move to the slot as well and excel there could also play on the outside though but that's that's 14 guys nine in the top 50 it is a loaded loaded cornerback class the only thing keeping why i put ot above corner on this is because the blue chip talent there are those guys at the top of this tackle class that are flat out dudes generational if you will tackles in this class but i do think that maybe there's not a surefire sauce gardener Derek stingley type of prospect but i do really love nate wiggins kulin mckinstry and cooper DeGene state if you're going to take one of those guys in the top 10 i don't think i'd push back too hard from yet i i'm not sure i'm gonna have top 10 grades on any of those three based off of their tape but Super, super talented dudes, surefire first rounders in their own right. After that, I'm not sure there's anyone I'd put a pin in and say they're definitely going the first round. Terran Arnold has made his way up boards considerably this year in his first year as starter. He could make a play for that, but super deep on day two. A lot of options to make plays in the second round of this draft class. All right, before we get to the final seven positions here, Today's podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That's ordering time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That's your cue to order in. Order chips, dips, nachos, or everything you need to make your own nachos on DoorDash. Get it all delivered without missing the game. 
Kick back with unbeatable deals on everything you need for your watch party or tailgate. Score football season's best deals on groceries, restaurants, retail, and more. All your favorite restaurants and stores from retail to grocery are on the app so you can shop everything you need to get game day ready. Get prepared before the game. Stock up on your favorite appetizers and order all your tailgate gear on DoorDash. Then get ready to watch your team win. I know I'll be actually going to Oku here in Nashville, a Japanese restaurant, but I know if maybe I get sick, I could call and order, not call, I could order in on the DoorDash app. Get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more in your first order when you enter the code LOCK23 on the DoorDash app. That's 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. It has quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of player and stat types. That's what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdownNFL and use code lockdownNFL for a first pause match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash lockdownNFL, code lockdownNFL for a first pause match of up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports, made easy. Okay, back to the position ranking. So we had quarterback, wide receiver, OT, cornerback, and now it's interior offensive line. May not be a flat-out stud in this interior offensive line class, but I got nine guys that I ended up in my top 100 here in no particular order. Christian Haynes from Connecticut, Cooper Beebe from Kansas State, Zach Frazier from West Virginia, Troy Fautanu from Washington, Graham Barton from Duke, Jackson Powers Johnson from Oregon. Clay Webb from Jacksonville State. There's your other FCS prospect in the top 100. A guy who started his career at Georgia, transferred to Jacksonville State. Love his tape this season. And Cedric Van Pran from Georgia. So a class with a lot of available talent. Now only two of those guys that ended up in the top 50. So maybe not a ton of top-end talent. And truthfully, they're right both at the back end of the top 50. So no first-rounder for me. In this draft class, unfortunately, Zach Zinter, the Michigan interior offensive lineman, don't know what to make of his injury at this point in time. Obviously had that gruesome Tib Fib in the Ohio State game. If you look at the history of Tib Fibs, not a great tack record, probably one of the worst injuries you can have on a football field in terms of your long-term prospects of returning. So heart goes out to him. Praying for that, man. Really hope he can return to the football field because this tape's a lot of fun to watch. And I know it's just fun to watch, but it is for an offensive guard. He He's a darn good player. Guy was a surefire day two pick. Hopefully still gets a good chance of recovery and a shot at the league. But again, it's deep interior offensive line class. So if you're in need, I think round two of this year's class is going to be active. It's time to get active in round two. There, there's going to be some dudes flying off the board. Wouldn't be surprised if I saw five or six names in the second round on the interior of the softened line class, or even some of those guys that talked about in the tackle class being picked with the expressed intent of moving them into the interior. Next position, linebacker in this positional rankings. So what is this? The sixth one so far, linebackers. So right in the middle. So I said the first four 
on this list. I thought were special classes. I think it's a very good interior offensive line class. And I think it's a, probably a little bit of just an above average to average linebacker class at this point. I got eight guys in the top hundred. They are in no particular order. Edron Cooper from Texas A&M, Peyton Wilson from NC State, Danny Stutzman from Oklahoma, Barrett Carter from Clemson, Trevin Wallace from Kentucky, Jeremiah Trotter from Clemson, who just declared today, Edifuan Olafoshio from Washington, and Junior Colson from Michigan. No particular order on those again. And if I have said a name, I just want to preface this right now. If I've said a name and he has said he's coming back to school at this point, please don't rake me over the coals. There's a lot to keep track of. I will get to them in time. The guys that have said maybe they're entering transfer portal, return to school. I've already taken guys like Dante Corleone from Cincinnati off the board would have been top hundred player comes back to Cincinnati. So if I do say that, please let me know on Twitter very kindly. If you could, that I have mixed missed up. So I don't put it in print that they're top hundred players when they're coming back to school. But in this class, those eight guys, top hundred, three of those guys, top 50. I'll let you guys wait until that comes out, but I'll just say it right now. It's Barrett Carter from Clemson, Peyton Wilson from NC state and Edron Cooper from Texas A&M. I know I had Peyton Wilson fourth going in. If you go back and listen to the linebacker rankings every single week, the guy puts on, I could not keep him out of the top 50, despite the insane injury history that he has gone through over the course of six years at NC state. That guy is a flat out dude. I'm taking him in the top 50. He's, he's unbelievable tape, unbelievable tape week in and week out. What he did against North Carolina again was just, you got to pick him that game. The guy's guy's just a baller. All right. Next position group here. So solid linebacker class, probably, um, I don't know if anyone sneaks in the first round though. We'll see. We shall see next position group edge. And now edge I have, I was hard to rank because edge is super top heavy this year. A lot of guys I like in the first round mix. A lot of guys I like in the top 15 mix, but then not a lot of day two edges that I've seen so far on tape that I'm going to go to bat for. So here's my top 10. Here's my 10 guys, eight top 50 guys though. So we have Jack Sawyer from Ohio State, Chris Braswell from Alabama, JT Tuimolau from Ohio State, Jared Verse from Florida State, Chop Robinson from Penn State, Dallas Turner from Alabama, Layatu Latu from UCLA, Jonah Ellis from Utah, Braylon Trice from Washington, and then finally Princely Uman Mielin. Hopefully I didn't butcher that one. We'll see. From Florida. Again, Turner, Dallas Turner, Chop Robinson, Latu Latu. Top 15 players. Jared Verse, first rounder. After that, probably a lot of the names I mentioned are second to third rounders. But even then, that's a, that's a sparse edge class. Usually you're getting, by the end of the third round, 15 or so guys off the board. So it has high-end talent, but maybe not the depth that you usually get in a defensive end class. And the position right after them, defensive end is then defensive interior. Now defensive interior, I think is deep, but almost the opposite of the defensive end class where there's just not the top end talent. I have three guys in the top 50 in the defensive interior class, 12 guys though, in the top hundred, they are Howard cross from Notre Dame, Rook Ohorohoro. I think I might've hit that one out of Clemson, Brandon Dorless from Oregon, Byron Murphy from Texas, Mason Smith, from LSU, Michael Hall, Ohio state is your stack house, Georgia, McKinley Jackson, Texas A&M. Every time I see that guy's name, I think it's backwards. McKinley Jackson, though. It's, it's his first name and then last name in that correct order. Johnny Newton, Illinois. 
Leonard Taylor, Miami, Chris Jenkins, Michigan, and then Tavondre Sweat from Texas, the big boy nose tackle, one of my favorite players in this draft class. I think Tavondre Sweat and Johnny Newton end up first rounders. After that, may not be another one. So that's why I said it's a little top heavy. Three guys only, or excuse me, not a little top heavy, just deep. Only three guys in the top 50, but 12 guys I have in the top 100 in that class. All right, before we get to the final three position groups, the sad sacks in this 2024 NFL draft class. Today's podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates to interview as possible. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and even quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown NFL. Post your job for free. The final three position groups, we can kind of speed run a little bit here. Not super exciting. Not too many guys in the top 100. And the, I guess this is the ninth position group up, safety. If you listen to the safety podcast, did it earlier this week, did it yesterday, in fact, <laughs> earlier this week, literally yesterday. Um, I said it. there's about five guys you want. I ended up having six actually make the top 100. One, maybe more of a slot, but still made the top 100. They are. Cam Kinchins, Kalen Bullock, Tyler Newbin, Javon Bullard, Rod Moore. You obviously listened yesterday. Those were the top five. And then Clemson's Andrew Mukuba also makes the top 100. But again, he's more of a slot corner. But as opposed to the other slot corners I included in the cornerback group, I think he trends more of a safety at the next level. So three guys in the top 50, six in the top 100. Not the super deepest safety class that I've seen. And again, we just talked about him yesterday. Oh, let's get to tight ends, which is up next. Tenth position group. Only five made the top 100. If you listen to the tight end rankings, which dropped last week, you know who they are. Brock Bowers from Georgia. Johnny Wilson from FSU, who I include as a tight end. He's six foot seven, three nine through 239, even though he plays wide receiver for Florida State. Dallin Holker from Colorado State. Cade Stover from Ohio State, and then Jadavion Sanders from Texas. So five guys, only one of those, only Brock Bowers in the top 50. So not going to be a fantastic running back class when that is the case. Let's recap before we get to the final position. Quarterbacks were the top-ranked one. Wide receivers, two. Offensive tackles, three. Cornerbacks, four. Interior offensive line, five. Linebacker, six. Defensive end slash edge, seven. Defensive interior, eight. Safety, nine. Tight end, 10. And then obviously leaves running back, 11. If you listened, again, running back was just last week. You know that the four guys, so there's four in the top 100, they are Trey Benson from Florida State, Blake Corum from Michigan, Bucky Irving from Oregon, and Braylon Allen from Wisconsin. Jonathan Brooks from Texas would be here were it not for the ACL tier. I, I just, that's one position where I'd probably not take the risk on a top 100 pick unless this tape's elite elite coming off a fresh ACL tear with such a physically demanding position as running back. So, None in the top 50, only four in the top 100. And truthfully, a couple of those 
were sneaking into the top 100 and Bucky Irving and Braylon Allen, when all said and done, may not end up top 100 players on the Messengers draft board. Just not a great year to be in need of a running back. I know I'm looking at my dynasty league and I'm not doing great. I was playing for the future. I drafted, um, you know, with, with kind of what I do, I drafted a lot of young guys and then wanted kind of year one to be feeling out process, knowing that if I get a high pick, I trust my scouting. eye. I'm not drafting any of these running backs with the top five pick that I'm probably going to end up with. I am drafting the wide receivers and I'm drafting one of the quarterbacks. If they fall to me, that's how I see this draft class. Hope you guys enjoyed those rankings. We will have Austin Gale on the show tomorrow to break down. Who knows what we'll, we'll talk to him then and see. Thanks for tuning in to Renner ranks part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.